Hey everybody, you're listening to Tour All Night, your nightly Native Invader after show wrap-up and daily pre-show whatchamacallit. Um, today is the final pre-show of the final day, of the final show, of the final performance <laughs> of the Native Invader Tour. Um, I'm very sad, so I allowed Douglas, Michael Morrison, and Brandon Valenzio to handle the pre-show. So I've not listened to it yet, so we'll be listening to it together for the first time. So here they are. Um, you guys, it's been such a wonderful uh, experience doing this tour all night show and meeting everybody on the road. Um, come up and say hi tonight. We have that party tonight. Um, bye. Hi, everybody. This is Douglas Neffer, and I am here today doing the pre-show podcast for the very last pre-show of the North American and Europe We'll call it the World Tour for uh, Tori Amos's Native Invader Tour here in 2017. I am on the balcony of Michael Morrison's hotel here at the Ace Hotel, and we are here on ready to go to start talking about this. We want I wanted to let you know that Eve has a busy, very busy afternoon, and he will not be able to. Uh, join us today, Michael Morrison. Please say hello as my co-host. Good morning, everyone. I'm excited about FPP, final podcast pre-show. <laughs> Is it really morning, though? Uh, true. It's afternoon. <laughs> it's been a blur. Tour, tour time is different than everything else. <laughs> also sitting here with us is Brandon Valencia. Please say hi, Brandon. Hi, everybody. So we're all excited. This is obviously night three of the three-show run of... Mm -hmm. um, Everyone in the world that is able to come to these shows is here. Uh, it's been a very great tour. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Michael? Tour has been incredible. First two nights have been amazing. I'm just prepared to have a lot of fun tonight. So I'm going to be thrilled with whatever happens. But I'm sure it's going to be incredible. I love that attitude. So um, I think we go into the end of tour, there's a lot of expectations. Mm -hmm. So letting go of that and just hoping that we get just a very solid show, which I think nights one and two of this have been. Right. Um, I think we'll just all be pleasantly surprised. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Brandon, what are, you, how, what are your thoughts for this evening? I don't really know what to expect coming to tonight. Um, she's done completely different set lists the last two nights, and I'm expecting another completely different set. Maybe the encores will be different. Maybe the opening song will be different. Yeah. It's, have you ever done an end of the tour before? I have never done an end of the tour before. Never. I did end of tour last time in Miami, and that was a great show. Those were surprising shows. They were. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of different things were happening at those. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was really that show of that tour that inspired me to do more shows this tour, because the end of tour energy was so different than what I had experienced previously. I thought... When she's coming back around, I'm hopping aboard the Lunatic Express <laughs> and doing as many as I can. And that was the only end of tour that you've ever done. Yes, correct. Yeah, I did um, end a tour in '99-ish. If you, however, you how you want to count the '99 tour, sure. it was um, the only show I saw on that leg was the Denver show on October 11th at uh, the Magnus Arena. Um, that was the end of the two. Texas and back portion of that. She then, of course, went to Europe, did that amazing show that's legendary, and then came back and did some other smaller shows. So, mm -hmm. depending on how you count the end of tour, that was my first. And then, uh, 2003, the uh, West Palm Beach, the taping for uh, Welcome to Sunny Florida. Oh, right. Yes. And then in 2005, I was out in Los Angeles for the last show at the Greek Theater, which was, I want to say, September 
fourth, uh, two thousand five, uh, and this will be my first time back in Los Angeles and my first time seeing an end of the tour show since then. Yeah, so it's a lot of new things and a lot of old things at the same time. Yeah. Perfect yeah. combination. Yeah. Um, I had the uh, fun of running around with Eve earlier today. Uh, he's making some flyers for the after party, so we do want to promote that. I, um, that will be at 11 o'clock, and it's going to be at the Precinct Hotel. No, not the Precinct Hotel. The Precinct Bar right. uh, on Broadway and 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a 12-minute walk from the hotel. It's very easy. It's just a straight shot up the street. Yes, DJ Mateo will be uh, spinning Tory stuff. Um, this be a fun evening. I believe part of the podcast is being hosted from there. So uh, if you're able to attend, we would like to see you. And please come on up to Eve, who will actually be doing the recording duties. And Danny will be there, of course, as well. So, uh, so we have... Um, we're going to look at a very interesting thing that Michael Morrison has prepared based off of some historical data. He has pulled, uh, I'll let him introduce this. Uh, sure. So this is this is based on uh, data from uh, prior, uh, all data prior to this tour. And it is uh, a word cloud of every song that we have record of her playing in Los Angeles over the years. And so... Uh, we can see all of the songs, and the, if they're bigger, it means she's played them more often. So we can see Precious Things, obviously, has been played a lot in Los Angeles, uh, Cornflake Girl, God, Silent All These Years. Uh, and then we can see um, songs that have made you know several appearances, but not as frequently. Things like Horses, uh, Father Lucifer, uh, Little Amsterdam. All right, let's talk about some of these. So... Um, I'm seeing Running Up That Hill is listed on here. I n- remember that was a song that she, back in 2005, that's when she started mashing it with God. Uh, and I do remember that particular performance. I think by the time she got to Los Angeles, she, she debuted that in Rochester Hills on October, tw- uh, sorry, o- August 28, 2005. Uh, it was very surprising. And then she did it a couple times across the United States coming to the end. And I want to say that's probably about the fifth time that she ended up playing it on that particular tour. Of course, since then, she's done that multiple times and ended up adding tubular bells into it. Uh, she did do Running Up That Hill the other night in Phoenix, so I guess it could be possible that she would also do God, Running Up That Hill, Tubular Bells Tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the songs that are kind of bigger, meaning she's played them more, but we haven't seen them this tour or lately, so things like Sugar is jumping out at me. We haven't been able to get that. Uh, I don't know if we will tonight. I'd be thrilled if we did. Yes, I know that's one of the songs that you have been quietly hoping for since the beginning of this leg. It, right, passively requesting, <laughs> actively requesting, but have not been successful. I'm also seeing, uh, if you mentioned before, Black Dove, January. Uh, looks like that's got a lot of play through the years. Uh, one thing that I know that because you pulled from historical data from this, when I was looking yesterday, there's not a lot of data from 92, and I think the data from 94 is, of course, a little Spotty. scattered. Um, Los Angeles being one of the bigger cities, she this is a place where she does come a lot, so there has been a lot of shows over the years. Um, but, of course, without that data from earlier on, we don't know all that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at this, um, I'm also seeing some other things that stand out. We've got Waitress. Um, of course, 98, she did come through Los Angeles quite a bit, so that's going to be one of the bigger, one of the more aptly played songs of, of her career here. Uh, 
Of yeah. course, I'm, I'm also, you know, zooming in right on IIE because it's right at the top and wondering, is it going to return tonight? That's our question as well. Um, Brandon, what, what are your thoughts on if IIE will return this evening? I think it will return. I think it started the tour and I think it should end the tour as well. What are your thoughts on uh, if Reindeer King's going to come back tonight? Reindeer King, uh, I don't know. That That's up in the air. I think maybe something like Apollo's Frock could maybe go there instead. Yeah, that has a specific L.A. reference to it as well. Exactly. Yeah. And we've been eating a lot at L.A. Cafe, so it's <laughs> entirely apropos. Yes. For uh, those that aren't here on the in Los Angeles with us, there is a cafe literally on every corner, and just about any of any food that you would ever want would be here. So there, you are not want for delicious food here in Los Angeles. Uh, we are also seeing Smells Like Teen Spirit on this list. Uh, that has been a, I don't recall the last time she's actually done that live. I think uh, we might have to look into that here in just a second, but uh, oh, that's always been a favorite cover of mine. Uh, she, the only time I managed to hear it was that Denver show in 99, which was one of those amazing shows with three encores. Uh, she doesn't do those quite anymore. <laughs> um, I think everyone, I think we've had a couple cities on this particular leg where there was a hope of maybe a second encore, but unfortunately that seems to be something that's not in her, she's not working on at this point. She, I think she does that a lot of, uh, of respect for the different cities. Um, if a city gets a second encore, then the other city, you might, just might not be so happy in your city so yeah well all the shows have been special so exactly anyone who's been able to go to this tour is thankful i'm sure and you know i i know that i certainly am for all the shows i've seen yeah oh yeah i would agree this has been a, just an amazing tour from the beginning to the end mm -hmm. uh it is sad that this is the uh last show the last pre-show that we're having here but you know it th good things have to come to an end and we're going to go home and we're going to definitely appreciate that. Brandon, I think, pulled up historical data on the last time that Smells Like Teen Spirit was played. Uh, okay, so we have the set list from 2017. It uh, looks like it's from uh, Dublin it got played. Uh, oh, this wow. Tour. I had forgotten about that. I did too, obviously. <laughs> 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 so it's it's you know made a return recently so i you know there's possibility that it could come back i would love that um and if any of you are noticing some noise in the background we are up on the balcony like i said before so we might be hearing some street noise from the cars and the motorcycles and the trucks but just hopefully, hopefully ambiance, not the, yeah yes. it's more authentic ambiance that's the great word so uh going into tonight is there anything that you're looking to hear or wanting to hear or expecting. Please tell me. Sure. I would uh, love to, well, I've already talked about Sugar, so I'm going to uh, speak about the other song I would love to hear, which is Gold Dust, which I think is a fantastic uh, song to end a tour with. Uh, it has a personal meaning for me associated with Los Angeles, uh, so it'd be special if she played it, but it's also just a fantastic song that I'd be thrilled to hear. Yeah, The um, you went to the Florida shows last tour. Yep. I had to end in Durham, uh, which is an amazing show. I had to get back to Cedar Rapids, Iowa to be part of a wedding, so I had to drive a thousand miles in like a day to get back there for it, but it was it was well worth getting into the South and not being able to see the Florida shows to be part of that special event. The um, one thing that I remember from that show is that she did end with Gold Dust, so for my final show of that tour, it was Gold Dust was the last thing that I heard, oh. so it was something that was very special. Um, I was very fortunate to be up there at the stage to be able to 
be watching her the whole time. And as we all know, when she looks in your direction, just any general way right. in your direction, right. she's always looking at you. But I did feel a very special connection during that song. Mm -hmm. uh, Gold Dust is still a rarity, I believe. I think it's probably only gotten about 20 plays over its career. It's, I think, the last song I'm missing from that album hearing live. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So yeah. if she plays it tonight... I can check that box off. You can <laughs> check that box off. So uh, one song that uh, we know that there's been a campaign for has been Witness. Sophia has been pushing for that. Right, with uh, the buttons. Yeah, yeah. She has buttons that she's passed out. She's allowing people to wear. They're um, like campaign-style buttons. Yes, yes. It's been very fun. She's been working this campaign all the way down the West Coast. Uh, we are hoping that maybe it would be coming tonight. Uh, it had been expressed that if it does come, it might be mashed up into something. So I think over the last few shows, when she's been playing with the song a little bit, we've all been sitting there wondering, is this the song that she's going to mash it up into? And it hasn't happened yet, and maybe it won't happen. There was a, there's a lot of requests that have been put on the put out for these shows. So, right. um, But I think Witness would be one that everyone would like. Um, that's one that I think... Uh, having only been played at that London show back in 2005 with the choir mm -hmm. is one that a lot of people have not been able to check off their list of stats of what they've heard. So uh, for me, I would love to be able to do that myself because I was not at that London show. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so what are you looking really forward to hearing tonight? Any song in particular? Any... I had uh, put in a request the other day for Famous Blue Raincoat, which... At this point, I'd, I'd ask for it somewhere in Los Angeles, and two out of three is so far bad. <laughs> but I'm not sure that it's coming tonight, and if it doesn't come tonight, I'm perfectly fine with that. It's uh, obviously been a staple of hers back to back from 1994. Mm -hmm. I, speaking of which, I actually listened to the Ethan Danny's podcast at the Songs of Tori Amos podcast.com and had listened to that just here recently, revisited that, and heard what they were talking about for that song. Uh, it has, it's one that she's obviously feels very connected to. It's just one that I've not been able to catch. And if it's not this tour, then maybe another tour, but mm, right. Yeah. There's always next tour. Yes. It's not one that she's going to forget about. This isn't, you know, we float from, uh, from PJ Harvey from like, you know, Durham of 2014, for example, where it was probably a one-off and it's not ever going to come back. But right. Yeah. Yes. So it's a win-win because if she plays it, you get to hear it. If she doesn't, she has an incredible history of playing it. We have access to a lot of great recordings of it. So you we know, win and, either way. And, you know, she'll even say that herself. You'll be like, well, you missed it. There's a bootleg of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I feel that there will be a surprise cover tonight. I feel that she'll do something that we know, and I think that she's going to do something that will surprise us. Just a feeling that I have. Mm. Um, that was certainly my uh, reaction to the fake news on night one. Yeah, that was very interesting. Right, yeah. I mean, actually both of those surprised me, <laughs> but more, <laughs> more so Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, the little drummer boy is one of those ones where I'm like, wait, I know the words to this, but I'm not quite placing it. Mm -hmm. um, back before Midwinter Graces came out, there weren't a lot of Tori Amos Christmas songs that she had done. And I remember um, working years ago, I had a there's had an access to a CD player that I was able to play while I worked, and I had Merry Little Christmas and Little Drummer Boy and a CD, and I would kind of play those because that was the only Tory Christmas stuff that right. was really available at that point. Maybe a bootleg copy of River, you know, because that obviously has some references as well. But right. 
Uh, yeah, it's interesting being here in Los Angeles because you would have no idea that it's December, which, you know, right for, par us, for, course. for, for us from the Midwest, it feels very wrong, but, <laughs> but in a best possible way. Yes. Uh, but yes, we are on December 3rd. We have 22 days till Christmas. I know that, of course, Tori is going to be very excited to be home with her family. She's made specific references to Tosh in the last few shows. Mm -hmm. uh, word on the street is that Tosh is here in the city with her. Uh, I, ha we, I don't know that anyone's seen her, but we, that's what we've heard. So uh, we've also had the pleasure of running into Marcel on in the elevator and in the street sides mm -hmm. like you know it's when you're here at a venue where there's the hotel next to it there's a lot of people that are here yeah three shows in a row everyone's got to be here for a period of you know four days you see them around so yes you do so um lots of people that matthew taylor came back and joined us yesterday mm -hmm. uh, i know that he's personally hoping for forest of glass with this being the last night of tour hopefully that'll come out for him uh, I would love for that to happen for selfish reasons because I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't do that song a lot in the U.S. on the last leg um, in 2014. It was one that only had maybe one or two performances throughout that. Um, it had been played a little bit heavier in Europe, and she had then, an Unrepentant Geraldine's had kind of fallen off to allow some of the back catalog and covers to work into it. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, we're all aware that Native Invader um, hasn't, hasn't gotten a play at every single show. There's been hope, there's been at least some, one song at most shows, but I remember that there was maybe one show on this run where there, I don't think there was any Native Invader songs. Mm -hmm. um, I know, obviously, she's in support of the album. That's why she's out on the road for it. And I know that people are very excited to hear those new songs. I, last night, we I did sense a very, uh, very. To, like excited feel yeah. when she started uh, when, Reindeer King. Yeah, again. when she launched into that after Fake Muse, it was like a collective sigh, like a, I don't know how to describe it, like we were all poised and ready for something to happen and when that started, we all just it was like the greatest fix we could have received. Yeah, you know, we, <laughs> it's we, like we were jonesing for Reindeer King. We and were. We finally got the fix. Yes, we were totally jonesing for it. We needed some king. Right, right. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, the we had hoped that Reindeer King was going to come back out one more time for Los Angeles. There's still the possibility that's going to come out this evening, so it'd be very welcome. But I do like I was saying before. I know that some people here in Los Angeles that aren't able to tour or have been out on the road, but have. Uh, not being able to catch Reindeer King because of where they are, their timing. It was something that I, it's a very beautiful song. Uh, Kathleen Patrone has described it as one of her very favorite songs. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, we're hoping for, that would be nice to hear tonight. I know that some people are also hope, hoping for a return of Wildwood. That has been a song that only pre that, uh, debuted in Portland. And then it was Seattle was the next night for it. And then Wildwood has fallen off. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, the song Wings was played in Toronto earlier in the tour, and it's also just at one time. So I believe that was a request from what I remember. So, But those those are songs that I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear. But, of course, we've got about 15, 16 songs to choose from tonight. There's That's not a lot of slots for everyone's last-minute request. Right. So. Her catalog is too big. That's the, that's the problem. The problem. <laughs> that's too the problem. Too many songs to pick from. That is the problem. She had kind of referenced the other night for Los Angeles One. She had said, um, if you don't have anything to do, please come out for this weekend. I'll be here. 
uh, I believe that most of us that were there were completely aware of that and we're very much hoping to be there for all three nights. Right. But obviously she's trying to promote these shows. I think she referenced it as being these these shows will be different. So there shouldn't be a lot of, I think her hope is not to have a lot of carryover for the songs to really try to give the biggest variety that she can of these three nights. Yeah, and that was certainly true between the first two shows. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get Dutchman tonight. We've got a very special person in the audience, which we all saw out in the, the sidewalk last night. Right. Rance was here. Rance has been here for all three shows. So it'd be nice to hear Dutchman. I know that she's still... Uh, her, you know, her vocals have been very great, but I don't know how much she's wanting to push herself, especially who, you know, coming into the holidays, I'm sure she doesn't want to go, I'm sure she wants to enjoy those just the best she can. Right, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's always possible that we might get some uh, Midwinter Graces debut tonight. Uh, we do have to give a shout out for Eve. He's still hoping for Snowblind. Right. He's, you know, we're going to be on the edge of our seats wondering if it's going to happen. I would be... I'd be ecstatic with that. Yeah. Brandon, is there any one particular song, anything that you're wanting to hear before we wrap this up? Well, I've been waiting 42 shows now for Happy Phantom, and she has not played Happy Phantom yet at the store, so I'm, I'm hoping for that one. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I know that you had requested that back in Toronto for the Halloween for show. the Ann Arbor show, correct. Yeah, the Halloween. Yes, yes. And I had heard through the grapevine from someone that had a backstage uh, access for that show that she had said that she wanted to do Happy Phantom for the Halloween show. It's obviously a, a very specific, like, you know, the choice makes sense, but it was uh -huh. a uh, song that wasn't coming to her that night, you know, so. Exactly. Which, which She did Daisy Dead Pedals, though, instead, so I think that's a fair trade-off. Definitely. And it had a different, you know, like we, you know, I was able to ride with Brandon for those first six shows, and we were, you know, trying to think of the Halloween kind of songs that would come to mind, and Unfortunately, neither one of us thought of Daisy Dead Pedals. No, so. we didn't. We thought of Sister Janet, so we got that. But yes. Daisy Dead Pedals just completely slipped our minds. <laughs> well, we are going to wrap this up because we are wanting to get out on the street and talk with all of our friends that are here. Um, if you are here and you would like to talk to us, we come and find us on the sidewalk. All of us are on social media. Speaking of social media, Please go to, if you have not all done already, please look for Songs of Tori Amos on all social media platforms and please subscribe to them. This is an amazing podcast and I would like to thank Eve and Danny for setting this up. Let's go with Ephraim and Danny because I affectionately call him Eve, but he does he does like also prefer his full name of Ephraim. Yeah, so. we learned that uh, in, a, in the special episode. Yes, yes. I don't know if that was the special episode that was cut or oh. the special episode that ended up... We had one that was lost. For anyone that's not aware, we did do a special interview for Eve yesterday. That is a podcast that is only available for subscribers at the $5 level. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not currently a subscriber, the... Danny and Ephraim would definitely like for you to start subscribing. If you're not able to, definitely please try to tell your friends about the podcast. Get the word out there. The, the Danny and Ephraim are going to start uh, pushing the back into Boys for Pele. So the Mr. Zebra episode will be coming very soon. And then by the end of the year, there will be a very special interview with Steve Caton. They are looking to get that out. Um, that will be available for subscribers at a $10 level, I believe. So, you know, this is an amazing podcast. If you're able to support it, please do so. Um, at Patreon.com. Patreon.com, definitely. This has been an amazing tour, and I would like to 
uh, just say thanks for everyone that's been out there on the road uh, being part of this. There's been so many people that I've met, so many people that I haven't seen before, haven't seen in a long time. Uh, definitely being part of this podcast along the way. All three of us that are sitting here are have been uh, parts of it at some point. We were, I was trying to wrangle in a few other people before this. Uh, being in Los Angeles, they some of those people had plans. They were trying to get out and see do some sightseeing, so those other individuals were not able to make it, but um, they are with us in spirit. So, mm-hmm. Right. Well, we are hoping for a very great show. Uh, the post-show uh, will be uh, hosted by its regular host this evening, so we'll be glad to hand the microphones back to them. Yeah. Before we head out, is there anything else that you'd like to say, Michael? Uh, no, thanks. Thanks, everyone. It's been a great tour. Looking forward to the final show and looking forward to the after-party post-show. Awesome. Brandon, any final thoughts? I think Michael just said it best. Um, it's been a blast meeting everybody, and the shows have been amazing, and I just can't wait to see everybody one last time tonight. All right. Take us out, Douglas. Yes, I'd also like to thank Peter Z for allowing me access to the hotel room to get some of the recording equipment while Eve was out uh, attending an event that he needed to do. So uh, it's just a side story. He, I went and knocked on the room, and in pure Peter fashion, he opened up the door and screamed at me and was like, Who are you? Why are you here? Huh. And uh, the chain was on the door, and, and he slammed the door in my face. And Please tell me there are witnesses to this altercation. There was witnesses to this altercation. The staff to the hotel happened to be down the hallway while this happened. So, so what you're saying is there was a witness to this crime. There was a witness, but not a crime. Okay. And uh, I knocked on the door again, and he uh, opened up the door and was like, I don't want to talk to you. You know, that's how Peter rolls. He, oh, he's got a flair for the dramatic. So he uh, then again slammed the door in my face, and security or the hotel staff was a little concerned that maybe I was harassing a guest. I would like everyone to know that I am a guest here at the hotel, so I'm not wandering around and knocking on doors just for fun. Uh, so I was able to finally get him to recognize. It's, he finally let me in, which was great because I think the staff was starting to come towards me. I did tell him about this when I was in the room, and then I grabbed the equipment, and he said, I'm watching Project Runway. Good luck to Priorities. you. Priorities. <laughs> Priorities. So, Well, it's tour life, you know, making friends right and left. Yes, avoiding hotel security and the hotel that you're already checked into. Right. <laughs> yes, agreed. Yes. So everyone out there, thank you so much to listen to this podcast. And we'll, we'll hope to see you tonight or on the interwebs. Yes, please find us if you can. And if not, we will find you somehow. <laughs> <laughs> not creepy at all. Okay, not thanks. Cre- not creepy at all. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Tour All Night is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information, please visit us online at songsoftoryamus.com.